I'm Bill. And I'm T-Dog. And this is Two Films, two films too, too Curious. Curious. I don't know if that worked that way. I of the way that we're recording it. But <laughs> if you guys heard it simultaneously, that's great. Where the two of us watch two movies. <laughs> and we're curious about them. This is a special feature. And so we're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about Thor on What Do You Do MCU. New MCU. But uh, before that, we're going to talk about a post that we posted on Facebook uh, a while ago um, about movies that... Uh, it's our that, part that, two. Yeah, of our, our quarantine. streaming movies. Yeah. Yeah. Quarantine playlists. Exactly. Uh, oh, before we do that, though, uh, thank you to our patrons on Patreon. Thank you to uh, uh, Nick and Chris, our first uh, co-tagonist patrons, as well as Two Films, Two, Curi- two Films, Three Curious alum Brenda, who sponsors What Do You Do MCU, which we'll talk about later. Uh, and if you want to sponsor us on Patreon, you absolutely can do that actually on Patreon. Just go to Patreon and search Two Films, Two Curious, and you'll and see it there. Yep, we'll pop up. We're the only our, ones that pop our up. Our smiling faces. Well, I don't know if we're smiling in that picture. No, it's our <laughs> it's our picture where we're kind of frowny. But oh, anyway, right. we're there. So <clears throat> also, what are you drinking? Do you have are you are you drinking anything right now? Water. <laughs> Good for you. I'm drinking. Uh, well, I, had, I had a cranberry a, a little bit ago. Okay. Yeah. So I'm ha- I have tonic water with a black cherry caffeinated Mio in it. Oh. So, anyways, more or less exciting today. But crackberry is good. All right. So uh, we'll go. We'll start with uh, with T Dog's movies. If you want to run us through your streaming movies, the seven that you sure. think would be good for streaming. The seven deadly movies. Ooh. No, they're they're all pretty happy movies. So my first one, these are a lot of these are movies that I saw kind of recently uh, for the first time. So my first one is Hamilton. Not a happy movie. No, no, <laughs> I guess not. But I think there's happy parts in it. There are. That's true. That's true. And the is songs this Lars are and good. the Real Girl all over again? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the no, songs I, are good. Yeah, the songs are just amazing. I, I'm kind of glad that I didn't hear any of the songs before I watched the movie. Yeah. Although I, I will like... say I did hear him before and like it was this there was this thing where it's like do I do I listen to him now and then finally mm-hmm. I sat down with two films three curious alum Devin and we listened to all of them and uh, so when the when we started the the streaming one I thought oh I wonder if it's going to hit me the same it did <laughs> it was still emotionally impacting the way that if I had seen it I think without hearing them first it was it's a pretty yep. powerful movie I uh, I agree and number two is Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Oh, so the first Hamilton's on Disney Plus, as is Atlantis, um, which I have no nostalgia for because I never saw it as a kid. And it's amazing. It's very, very good. Yeah, I, I really uh, like it. I was, there were laugh out loud moments. There's moments you want to cry. It was just really good. I, uh, I do have the nostalgia for it. And uh, I got to say, I quite love that movie. I think it's Jim Varney's greatest role, which is saying something because I also really love the Ernest movies, uh, but he's amazing as the as the chef in that. Yes, cool. uh, I love just all the characters. They they do a good job of. They have so little like screen time, but you yeah. really get to know what Who kind of people are. they are. Yeah, yeah. Next is Psalm on Hulu, which is a uh, documentary about basically about the highest level of Somalia exam. It kind of is what made me interested in wine in the first place. 
um, but like you're at least interested in like the nuances of wine. Yeah. Not so much like not like I'm going to try to be a sommelier, but now I can taste wine and be like, hmm, this tastes like red fruit. And then I'll read the back and it'll say red fruit. And I'll be like, yes. There you go. You nailed it. That always tastes um, like chocolate to me, but I know that I'm wrong most of the time. Uh, the next one is some, it's a movie we both love and no one in the world has seen except the two of us because it's the nice guys, <laughs> Ugh, <I laughs> which is on HBO movie. Max. It's such a good movie. And I don't want to give any spoilers about it. It's just about like these two private investigators that are kind of at odds with each other, but also kind of helping each other out, trying to figure out like a missing person's crime, I guess. Yeah, honestly, um, I feel like of all of the movies on both of our lists, this is the best one to go in and, and like entirely blind. It's funny. I guess that's the only thing that we can give you. That's yeah, no, like, it, it, it's, yeah. it is very funny. There are some scenes that like, I feel like we reround it once or twice because it was just yep. so funny. Uh, there's a scene with a, with an arm at one point. That's, you can see, yeah. I mean, well, it's on both, the of yeah. both of the scenes with the arm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and then Extraction, which is on Netflix, which is a very, very recent movie. It came out like a month ago or two months yeah. ago, I think. I don't know. With Quarantine, it's just, it may have been like three months ago. I don't know. Right. It actually came out in 2017. <laughs> uh, I watched this with my with my middle brother, Thorin. And while the whole time we were like, okay, now this is going to happen. All right, now he's going to betray him. All right, now he's going to do this. We We still really liked it. It was good. Yeah, it was just it didn't do anything special or new with the story, but it had really cool fight choreography. So that's something. Yeah, it looked like just based on the poster, I've not seen it yet, but based on the poster, it just looks like a really fun way to spend an hour or two. Yeah, which I'm on board with. Just a good action movie. Yeah. Next is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is on Netflix. Everyone should watch this movie. Everyone on the planet should see it. I think that it has something for every person. Absolutely. And it's gorgeous. It's just a really beautiful oh, it, movie. It's beautiful. It looks, it's the most like comic translated look that a comic book movie has had. Ever. Yeah. Yep. And then I the agree. next one is also a comic book movie. It's Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which is in the whole, like, I guess, little universe of the Batman the Animated Series. So it's yep. got the same voice actors, same characters. Um, but it's really good. It's again, I don't want to give any spoilers about it. Just check if you like the TV show, then you'll like the movie. If you like Batman, you'll probably like the movie. I think that yeah. you just you gotta should give it a shot. And if you find that you like Batman and like this movie, but haven't seen any other animated stuff, watch the animated series because it's similarly amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, so those are your seven. And uh, I gotta say, I still haven't seen Psalm or Extraction, and uh, I think that I'm really more inclined to see one of those than the other. Is it extraction? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Only because uh, if I watch some, then my brothers win. They finally get me to watch a documentary. And <laughs> I feel like most of the time they suggest really boring documentaries. Sometimes they suggest ones that are interesting, like apparently Psalm is. But sometimes oh, cool. they're like, hey, have you seen... Uh, this documentary that's about the brother of the guy that invented the papyrus font. Like, oh, what did he do? And he's like, nothing. He didn't do anything. They just follow him around for four hours as he's handing out like bread to ducks on the beach. And you're like, no, I don't want to watch that. My favorite documentaries are food ones. 
food or, or drink. I feel like they're the most interesting. They uh, they tease me for how often I like rock docs. Like I just like watching documentaries about rock musicians or metal musicians. That's what I like. And it the rhymes. Like rock you can't beat that. Right? Yeah. Rock doc. Doc ox rock doc. <laughs> Anyways. Is there uh-huh. any roosters? Can you put cock in there too? No, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's segue from... from Doc Ox Rock <laughs> to What Do You Do MCU. See, look at that segue. He, yeah, he's not in the MCU, but he will be eventually, I would imagine. One would hope. So, <clears throat> What Do You Do MCU is specially sponsored by Two Films for Curious Alum Brenda uh, via Patreon, where we go through once a month and watch uh, one of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies and then talk about mm-hmm. uh, where they fit in the the general idea of what it means to be a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie and where that sort of universal language starts. So this month is Thor. We're on the fourth movie now. Yes. And we're doing them all in in release order. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, so I guess plot plot of Thor 1 is, Thor is up in Asgard, uh, being the Thor. All up in that Asgard. All up in it. And Frost Giants come to Asgard, and they're like, hey, we're going to try and steal this thing. And they stop him. And Thor's like, we need to go kill the Frost Giants. And Odin's like, nah, man. Like, we can, like, we we took care of it. They just tried to take the Declaration of Independence. It's not as important as... Right, it's just an artifact. It's fine, and Thor's like, "No, we got to do this." And so he gets his buddies, and they go over there, and they start fighting, and they're doing all right. But then they start to lose, and then Odin shows up, and he's like, "Yeah, Dad, let's go kill all this stuff." And Odin's like, "Hard no," and takes them back to Asgard, and he's like, "Thor, you don't get it. Like that's not okay." And so he sends Thor to Earth and says, "You got to learn what it means to be Thor," and he puts his hammer down there, also, and puts that's how with- that's, that's how my brother got here. Yeah. Your brother Thor was sent by Odin <laughs> and was told, you can't have this hammer yet. He still doesn't have it, by the way. No. Well, he's getting there. He's close, I think. But um, so on Earth, uh, Natalie Portman is there and she's looking at some science stuff and finds out that there's uh, a man who got sent to Earth. And so she finds him and it's Thor and they're hanging out. And then uh, shield comes up and they find the hammer and they're like, nobody can touch this hammer. They can't pick it up. It's magic. And then Thor shows up and he's like, Hey, can I have a hammer back? And they're he's like, like hey. Thor's like bet. And bet. then he yeah. still can't, he can't, he can't <laughs> lift it up. He can't do it because he's not strong enough yet in his heart. And so then they're like, he, uh, Oh, Loki, uh, tries to hurt. Oh, like Odin, like has a heart attack. And Loki's like, I'm in charge now. Loki is and, low key in charge. Oh yeah, well, and then he becomes high key in charge, and he he sends the like he's gonna he lets the frost giants in and he uh, does all he just he's being bad and he sends a a robot to go kill Thor and Thor's friends show up and they're like you got to stop like we got to stop this robot and they're losing and then Thor's like I gotta go save Natalie Portman and he sacrifices himself to save Natalie Portman and that's when he gets his Thor powers back and he calls the hammer and he beats up the robot. And then he goes back up to Asgard and he beats uh, Loki and then Odin doesn't have a heart attack anymore and it's all good. That's the story of Thor. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Do you, have any, uh, do you have any fun facts for Thor? I do have some fun facts. I tried to split them between the actors because at first they were all Anthony Hopkins ones. 
Well, I like Anthony Hopkins. I feel I, like we have a lot of fun. I love Anthony happening. Hopkins. Uh, when Chris Hemsworth and Sir Anthony Hopkins first saw each other in full armor, Hopkins said, quote, God, there's no acting required here, is there? <laughs> Which is almost like sounds like an insult, but also he's obviously like, we don't have to pretend the armor. Look, we have it yeah. on. Like it, It's legit on us. Um, Stanley claimed that he's always wanted to play Odin, but he was happy with Sir Anthony Hopkins casting. Yeah, it's like uh, Christopher Lee and Gandalf. Yeah, he he needed to be the old man in the truck in this movie that yeah. tried to pull the hammer out. <laughs> Love that scene. So good. Um, that might so, be one of the first most involved Stanley cameos, too. Like to up up until yeah. that point, they were just sort of like uh like Tony Stark thinking he's Hugh Hefner. But this one, it's like he's got yeah, dialogue, like a scene. he's yeah. a character. Yeah. He's a character where like in the end credits when they're like dummy with a truck you're like oh i remember that guy i didn't know he has a character and a name so um sir kenneth brana who's the who's the director uh has been a fan of thor since childhood when marvel selected him as the director they sent him a complete collection of all the marvel thor comic series as reference for the character so if you we just have to direct an mcu movie and they'll give us all the comics of that character perfect which mcu movie should, well, i mean I, i'm certain you'll just want to do spider-man yeah. So just for that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would want to do. I, I don't think I could do... I mean, I, I know that I couldn't do Captain America. As, I couldn't do any of them as good as any of them have done. Ooh, Gwenpool. I want to do Gwenpool. There you go. Yeah. To prepare for his role as Loki, Tom Hiddleston trained in the Brazilian martial art of capoeira. Oh. <laughs> sexy That's a sexy dancing. dancing. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> Um, and then to prepare for the role of Heimdall, Idris Elba read the Thor comics where Heimdall was featured prominently and said, quote, he's a very central character. I wanted to reflect him as he is in the comic books. Which he's is interesting because he's he is. He's amazing. And I'm glad that he gets a chance to shine eventually. Because mm -hmm. like he's in this and in Thor 2 for the most part. He's kind of a very minor role. Yeah. He's, Heimdall's just there. He's the guy that runs the bridge. But in the third yeah. one, he's um, one of the main characters. That's an interesting thing that I didn't think about until just now that it's it in the first and in the third one, he gets in trouble for uh, being a traitor to the realm. Mm -hmm. Then in the first one, it's because Loki tricked him. And in the third one, it's because Hela Loki, doesn't like him. But... Well, kind of because Loki tricked him too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When we start off, he's not there. It's uh, What's Scourge. Yeah. It's Judge Dredd. Yep. It's Aomir. <laughs> so, uh, those are our I fun like, facts. I like those fun facts. They're good fun facts. Uh, this is something that we talked about uh, when I was watching it. That I feel like this is where the other movies, like the the first three in the MCU, we were like, oh, this is a thing that they end up doing later. This is a thing they end up doing later. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Thor is the first one where the thing that when you see a scene that doesn't fit with the MCU language. You're like, oh, that's weird. Like, this is the first one where the things that don't fit with it are more noticeable than the things that fit with it. I agree. I think that it took them almost, if we count the Mar the Avengers movies, it takes them about five movies to really find Thor's place yeah. in MCU and his setting. Like, in this, his eyebrows are dyed blonde, which just makes him look weird. Everyone's yeah. speaking with, like, Shakespearean prose. 
Almost. Well, they got Kenneth Branagh, so that's that's on them. I mean, uh, uh, that's part of that too. But I mean, it is how it is in the comics as well. I think they yeah. they they tried to make him too comic accurate. Yeah. Maybe. But whereas with while well, they kind of do that with Iron Man and Hulk, because ultimately we only have those other two heroes so far. And the next one's Captain America. Um. Yeah, just feel it. They change Iron Man less, certainly far less between his movies, and he changes some. And that's right. most. Of, some of that's just character development. Right. So yeah. And the in changes, this, like, yeah, yeah, the Thor between this and Thor two, and then Thor three is each a very different, distinct Thor. Yeah, watching Thor one and Thor three back to back is whiplash. Watching Iron Man one and Iron Man three back to back, you're like, oh, no, he got better. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think that like we said before, the Stanley cameo is the first mm-hmm. of the ones that are are big, and then we get like. Like, I feel like his role there is as iconic as the Stan Lee that tries to lift the hammer in Avengers 2. Mm-hmm. Or him, uh, uh, the best um, the best Stan Lee cameo in Captain Marvel when he's reading the script for Maul Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, practicing his yeah. line. Uh, I love it. I feel like we have a, we have a fair amount of comedy bits that are very MCU in this one. Yeah, like slamming like, down the cup and saying cup, another. That's, that's that's like the one that I think of when yeah. it, it it fits in very well with the MCU. But unlike the other, or well, unlike Thor three and his appearances after that, um, this is not. I would not consider this a funny movie. No, no, yeah, the the humor is is just sprinkled in. Yeah, like like it is for I would assume the overwhelming majority of MCU movies, with the exception of the ones that are funny ones: Ant yeah. Man, Guardians, Thor three, and onward. Yeah, so I uh, I guess that's really all I have to say about Thor. I I like it. There's some scenes in this that of this movie that I really really like. I like Thor's banishment. Yeah, him. That that's a very emotional scene. Yeah, um, that was one of the fun facts I that I skipped over, but it was that like Odin's response to when Thor yells at him and calls him an old man and a fool or whatever is yeah. is unscripted. They're just like just just react. Oh, and that uh, Chris Hemsworth and Tom Hiddleston like were almost crying because they thought they really because he looks Odin looks very hurt when yeah Thor like talks back to him and he's like I don't know how to fix this I'm gonna take all your shit <laughs> you're going to Midgard I uh I like this one a lot as well I think that um I think that I get when people say that Thor the Dark World is not their favorite Thor, and I think mm-hmm. I would agree, but I really like the first Thor, and I like I like that weird robot thing. I can't remember what it's called that fights them at the, the destroyer. end. Destroyer is just yeah. what it's called. But yeah. when he when what's her name has the spear and like stabs him and then his whole body turns around. Yeah, that's such cool. a cool scene. And I like I mean I like the humor and I read something about um what's her name that plays Natalie Portman's intern? Oh yeah, and like how she was like, my my goal here is to be, like incompetent and a step behind and funny, and she nails it. She's great in that movie. So yeah, that's uh that's what do you do MCU, and uh, Thor. that's Thor one. Uh, our next what do you do MCU will be uh, Captain America: The First Avenger, awesome. and uh, we will talk movie. about that in september but before that 
Uh, it's perfect like, because if you play Marvel Champions, the living card game, the Red Skull expansion comes out in September. There you go. And that's perfect. who he fights. Perfect. Uh, let's see. Here are my <clears throat> seven quarantine movies. Uh, the first one is The Spy Who Dumped Me. It's currently on Hulu. This is an amazing buddy comedy with uh, Kate McKinnon at her absolute most Kate McKinnony, but it's amazing. She's great in it. And Mila Kunis is amazing in it. Uh, I put on our Facebook thing that you should watch it if you like The Hangover or Game Night or the new Ghostbusters, specifically with Kate McKinnon in it. Uh, I really liked it. It was really funny. And it's on Hulu. Alien 3, The Assembly Cut on HBO Max. I've heard Is that this apparently... important that it's the Assembly Cut? Yes. I've heard that apparently regular Alien 3 is not very good. But the director's cut of Alien 3, I thought, was really great. It was, I mean, it, it was what you would expect if David Fincher made an Alien movie. Is very thoughtful. Um, there, it's got some like weird, depressing stuff in it that fits for a David Fincher movie, and I quite enjoyed it. And it's on HBO Max. Molly's Game is on Netflix. It's an Aaron Sorkin movie about uh, a woman named Molly who did a poker game. That's a really right. bad uh, description of the movie, uh, but she she did it. She ran a poker game for a bunch of celebrities and made a ton of money. And then, uh, like the FBI was like, no. Uh, but Idris Elba is in that too, and he's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and Jessica Chastain as Molly is also super phenomenal. And it's Aaron Sorkin, so the dialogue is great. Uh, the two popes speaking of Anthony Hopkins, is on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really only Jonathan watched Jonathan Price, it. the other one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really only watched it because of that. It's Anthony Hopkins and Jonathan Price, and I was on this kick of watching movies about real people, and it won an Oscar. So I'm like, Ugh, I guess, okay, I'll watch it. And like I had started it before, and I got like a second in, and I'm like, I really don't want to watch this right now. So, But then I put it on and watch it, and I was really impressed. Like I was amazed at how much I liked it. It was really mm. interesting. I really liked seeing these two popes talk to each other and it was really interesting the way that it talks about uh friendship and forgiveness and sin there's a whole line like there's a whole bit where they're talking back and forth and anthony anthony hopkins who plays benedict the 16th says something about sin we need to wash away the sins and jonathan price who plays the eventual uh pope francis uh says that sin isn't a stain that needs to be washed away it's a wound that needs to be healed and like for like a week and a half, wow. two weeks, that was just rattling around in my head because I thought that was a really interesting thing to say. I really liked it. Uh, Ex Machina is also on Netflix. This movie is a trip. It'll uh, mess you up. It is. Have you seen it? Yeah. This is the first one I've seen of the ones you've <laughs> listed so far. This is this was a great movie. We got to the end. I was watching it because uh, I hadn't seen it. And Devin was like, oh, you should watch that. I bet you'll like it. And I put it on and we get to the end and I'm like, oh, my God. And she's like, right. <laughs> it was it's great. It's crazy. Yeah, it's about robots. It's only got like four people in it. And uh, if you want to watch a good robot movie, I think you should watch this one. Yeah, it's very like. Thought provoking sci fi. Yeah, it's very Asimov. I got to the end and at the end, I, I thought at the risk of giving spoilers, I thought. 
that person can't do that. And then I thought, but why? And then that's when I was like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's see. Watership Down. Uh, not the new one on the Netflix. Because uh, that's a show. And we don't do shows here. We only do movies. Uh, Watership Down, the original one from the 60s or 70s, uh, is currently on the Criterion Channel and HBO Max. Uh, it's on those lists of movies where it's like, hey, what's the movie that you watched as a kid that totally fucked you up? Uh, and so I watched it because of that. And I got to say, uh, it'll it'll fuck you up as an adult, too. It was really good. But like at the end of it, I'm just sobbing because the end is so it's like one of those movies where you watch it and it's, it's emotionally exhausting and you get to the mm-hmm. end and you're like. <laughs> but it was really good. I really liked it. I got to find something that I can pair it with and we can do it on the show. Because it was it's top notch, and the 1950s Treasure Island is on Disney Plus. This is the movie that me oh. that makes pirates sound like pirates do. Like if you see any move any pirate movie after the 1950s and they've got that yar voice, that all comes from this movie. Like the guy who played um, Long John Silver, like he invented the voice, and all pirates sound like that afterwards. Because it's that's just what he did. And I like when I heard about that, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I should probably watch it because of that. But it really holds up. Like when I read Treasure Island in class, I was like, oh, okay. And I've seen them up at Treasure Island. Yeah. But there's a, there are like characters in it that like when I watch this one, I'm like, oh yeah, that character is actually horrifying. Like this is a really well done pirate movie. Uh and it's also, I mean, it has all these other like important milestone things that it is too. It's the first live action Disney movie ever. Oh, uh, or the first full length uh, live action Disney movie ever. Um, it's the first movie with that pirate voice. It's oh, there's something else like that too. Uh, I can't remember. Anyways, it's it's oh, it's the first Treasure Island adaptation in color. Oh, uh, but it's it's a really good movie, and I really I quite liked it. And it's not very long, and it's on Disney Plus, and it's uh, a great Saturday afternoon movie. So, so yeah, those are my seven. You said uh, after I've said them all, Ex Machina is still the only one you've seen. You should watch Watership Down, and then and then hug all of the animals <laughs> in your life. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, you especially would oof, would not want to watch the Watership Down because of all of the rats that you work with and bunnies. Oh, but yeah, it's a great movie, and everybody should watch it. Well, we'll I'll try to get put a movie day together at work. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, that's uh, that's all we have for you guys today. Uh, the next episode of our podcast is a full length episode where we are going to be watching mm-hmm. uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, yes, and Mad Max Fury Road, and the topic is it's Tyler's birthday. <laughs> and the, the secondary topic is that it's sequels that were made decades after the original. Oh yeah, that too. That too. Uh, but that'll, that'll come out at the sort of at the end of the month. And, uh, but until then, thanks for watching movies. Make sure you watch these 14 movies. Yes. We're going to quiz you on the next episode. Yeah. And uh, if you get it wrong, uh, you're fired. So. <laughs> Keep watching movies and uh, stay curious. And uh, we we love love you. you. Yeah.